0: Hey guys, you're listening to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast recapping, researching, and respecting all things Bachelor Nation. Bachelor Nation, welcome to a special bonus episode of Trust the Bachelor Process. Oh my gosh, we have so much we need to talk about. Uh, ABC just announced who their new Bachelor is going to be, and it is underwhelming. Um, But before we get to it, I'm going to introduce my guest host. Sarah is out today. She is traveling Um, somewhere. somewhere. (laughs) It's wedding season for her. She's out and about. Um, But we are. I'm so lucky because I have my dear friend. Uh, She is a producer on the TLC show. Who do you think you are? And most recently is producing Food Factor Kitchen Sunday nights on the cooking channel. (laughs) Please welcome Megan Walsh. Did I say it right?
1: sort of but who cares what was it called food factor fiction oh you said kitchen it's in the same genre (laughs) it was a cooking
0: show so I liked my brain totally went to kitchen I loved it I'll I'll suggest that for next season food factor fiction okay what's the premise of the show
1: it's basically all about the history of food and Why we pair certain foods together, why certain foods have their names, sort of dispelling the myths and legends of our favorite meals. You know, why do we eat spaghetti and meatballs together? Who's that Alfredo and fettuccine Alfredo? Just basic food history. That's so fun. I am surrounded by a lot of food daily and have gained quite a bit of weight
0: working (laughs) on the
1: show. (laughs) You
0: look amazing. Um, Don't believe it. Batch (laughs) Nation. Um. So I'm really happy to have you on because you are a reality television producer and probably come at this with some insight because right now I'm sort of in the mindset of like, I don't really know how I feel about it. So I guess before, I haven't said his name yet. No. So before we like really get into Context. it, um, Good Morning America this morning announced that um, Ari Leyendijk is... Junior. Is that how you say his Lyon name? Day. Wow, that was yeah. impressive, good job. Thank you so much. I practiced before <laughs> you got here. <laughs> I hadn't said it in 10 years. Um, yeah, it will be the next Bachelor. So yeah. Megan, where, where were you when you heard the news? How do you feel? Give me everything.
1: Um, it's a sad state of affairs that I wake up every morning and check Twitter at 6 a.m. first on the dot. Mm-hmm. But that's where I was and I saw <laughs> I saw the GMA tweet. Um, I think I had the same impression that you and probably most fans of the franchise had in that it was sort of underwhelming because Ari hasn't been around in years, but also just so unexpected in maybe a not great way. I think people were thinking of a twist, maybe a black bachelor, a la Eric or Kenny or maybe somebody from a couple seasons ago, like Luke Pell, Mm -hmm. but
0: Ari's, you know, going way back into Bottom (laughs) of the barrel. (laughs) (laughs) I know, well, I think that the word that sort of threw me off, uh, Mike Fleiss was tweeting out a series of teasers, if you want to call it that, Uh, and he said that uh, it was going to be a historic announcement, an historic announcement, so that got me, like, all pumped. I was just like, ooh, are they going to grab somebody, like, well outside of the franchise? Is it going to be a Black Bachelor? Yeah. Like, I got really excited. And then when they announced that it was Ari, I was like, I had to look it up again. <laughs>
1: I have to say this. I I like Ari, and I did remember him. And now that I think about it more and more, I am excited. Because I do remember after his original season with Emily Maynard, who he lost to Jeff Holm. I'm not Jeff even sure. 1F yeah jeff with one f i'm not who mm-hmm. looked like a one direction member oh that my was gosh. his big claim he to looked fame. like he
0: could be emily's <laughs> son i was so thrown off by that relationship but jeff was like a huge fan favorite
1: yeah he is great um jeff. They're not, yeah they're not together anymore actually i don't know i'd love to hear your thoughts on jeff he gave me a weird look there well he lives <laughs> with
0: robbie and chase in santa monica yes. and apparently he's just like the biggest fuck boy <laughs> On I, the planet. I can totally
1: see that i feel like that's what happens to the bachelor men once they come through the franchise
0: yeah they just like sort of like come in these like like pre-cooked like nice chickens and like come <laughs> out like spoiled mess like they look they got a little they think they're hot shit
1: when they leave oh sorry i don't know if we're
0: i just said fuck boy so you're <laughs> good
1: <laughs> um yeah they they think they're the Biggest thing to ever hit planet Earth, or Mm. in their minds, the LA club scene. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way,
0: have you checked out the LA club scene since we've moved here? No.
1: Neither have I. When I watch Vanderpump Rules and The Bachelor, or follow their Instagrams, I guess, I'm like, this is a part of LA I've never seen.
0: I know. Like, I feel like we sort of carved out this life for ourselves, and I know what my version of LA is like. And then when I I don't know when I'm watching shows like Vanderpump, I'm like, ooh, like a peek behind like this <laughs> I have to curtain. Google where they are. <laughs> oh, I know that I need I like look at their geotags and I'm like, that's in my neighborhood. Like, how is this in my neighborhood? And I don't know. <laughs> sure. The one overlap that you and I both had with the Bachelor
1: cast members is we spotted them at our favorite haunt, the oh classic God. karaoke spot, the Gaslight in Santa Monica. I can't
0: even talk about it. It hurts too much. It's... M-
1: basically a home away from home for alex
0: and i (laughs) many memories and nights have we shared at the gaslight in santa monica I, i i when we saw that instagram story i think all of our hearts fell into our stomach
1: I thought, oh, the one time I'm not there, of course,
0: all my favorite people stroll in. And this was like pre-BIP disaster Dean while I was like in love with him. And I was just like, yes, we could
1: have been with Dean. You could have been one of the 12 women he made out with in a week. It would have been a great moment. Dare to dream. (laughs) I know. What was I going to say that? Oh, so I remembered Ari from way back when. So it wasn't. Shocking to see him because I do remember that they floated the rumors of having him on the season a couple times after a few times. his season. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get Sean Lowe got hit, and then Chris souls, in mm-hmm. my opinion, both duds. Mm-hmm. But I was always a fan of Ari. I mean, him and Emily had a really physical romantic oh, relationship. Yeah, they did like. Mm-hmm. so much it was, hot. <laughs> it was scandalous for the time this was before sort of the bachelors you know ben higgins and all of them nick vile they make out with every contestant now mm-hmm. but way back when people only you know were much more choosy about who they made out with who they kissed and ari was sort of the cusp of that transition
0: yeah you're right this is also um when he was on emily maynard season this is 2012 so this is a (laughs) pre-instagram era so far back i mean it's not that long ago but it's long ago (laughs) i I gotta tell you i looked yesterday um so i got the new i actually i found out from somebody that i loosely know that's loosely associated <laughs> with Wait, the franchise what? so i found out yesterday afternoon a loose connection i found out yesterday afternoon that it was going to be ari it was a very loose oh, you connection did. so you knew ahead of this I, morning i knew yesterday oh um, i woke up and I tweeting didn't even know. Our, i
1: woke up texting alex in like a frenzy and yeah. here she's known the news for well, 12 I mean, hours I, was, I didn't
0: know that it, i didn't know it was going to be true it was a oh. it was a it was rumored yeah um and I looked at his Instagram yesterday and he had 500 followers. What's is it like, today? 100,000 probably? It's like, I think the last time I checked, it was like 3,585. Well, <laughs> I'm one of them because I did start following him. Oh, so did story. I. Oh my God. Of course. I jumped on that immediately. Okay. So why don't we break down the stats of Ari? Like oh, stats. We, this got, is fun. I got some stats. Okay. Um, Ari's it. 35 years old. Yeah. Um, he was on Emily Maynard season in 2012. When Checks he was, out. 30. (laughs) Okay, I'm following. Um, Yeah, even still, the math doesn't totally work out for me. My hand is, I said I know, I thought he had to be in his late 30s by now. I was like, sure of it. Well, he's got some salt and pepper hair now, so he looks like a matured man silver fox silver fox but like no wrinkles so that kind of throws me off a little bit he still (laughs) looks really boyish and young i mean good for him yeah sure i mean botox is a wonderful thing (laughs) um he's 6'3 he is still he was a race car driver during emily maynard's season he still races Mm -hmm. but right now he's a luxury real estate agent so if you go to his instagram account which is Realtor Ari. Oh, <laughs> uh, interesting. You can check out all the houses that he's been selling and he sells some really gorgeous homes. Good um, for him. Yeah, and he still races on the side, so that's pretty cool. Uh he's also a two time indy five hundred win winner and he was born oh. in the Netherlands to uh Ari uh Senior. Right. Who was I guess like a legendary race car driver. A better race car driver.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Wait, I didn't know he won any races. I knew he was a professional driver, but back when he was on the last Bachelor iteration, it made it seem like he wasn't that successful at it.
0: Maybe he's quite successful. Yeah, I mean, his Wikipedia page is extensive. And like I started reading it and then my brain started going to sleep because I was like, I don't care about this shit. NASCAR, (laughs) Don't eat it, don't want it. Um, So I guess let's take it back to a couple of days ago when Mike Fleece literally turned into Donald Trump. Uh,
1: Yeah, (laughs) his Twitter, thank God you pointed me to it. Otherwise Mm -hmm. I would have felt very out of the loop. Coming mm-hmm. into today, mm-hmm.
0: but he went kind of crazy. I know. I was like wondering if he was okay. If we should check in on him. He he said uh, it's not too late to weigh in, Bachelor Nation. Okay, I have a thought about this. Tell me. So one of his most
1: recent ones was, unfortunately, Bachelor Nation, it's not going to be Peter. Yes. So the rumors have been floating around. I feel like everyone sort of in the franchise was convinced it was going to be Peter, even though Mm -hmm. he sort of ended on bad terms with them after Rachel's season. People just loved him and felt sympathetic towards him after that finale. And Reality Steve also teased that it was Peter. Right. And so it sounded like to me that Peter was still heavily in talks with them to be Mm -hmm. on the show. And then sort of the news that's broken today was made it seem like Peter messed up and declined and may regret that decision. So I think that Mike Fleiss' tweet was in regards to them having just found out Mm -hmm. Peter didn't really want to do it. Though it sounds like he was playing hardball and did
0: want to do it. And now, whoops, they went with Ari. Oh my God. That's such like a (laughs) downward
1: Choice, I know, but I have a couple thoughts. Maybe I'm jumping the gun on the order you wanted to say these. Oh no, 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 talk. But I think that this could be good for Bachelor because good. I feel like there it has been a lot of sort of Bachelor incest lately, where people yeah. out, once they leave the show sort of all hook up with one another, and so by the time they become the Bachelor, or Bachelorette are sort of have all these like out outstanding relationships with other people in the franchise and it becomes really confusing. You know, Nick coming on to Caitlin Bristow's season, Becca coming back for Ben Higgins season. It Mm -hmm. just makes it very sort of like, ah, same people, same people. Mm -hmm. And I think the Ari thing could be good and get back to Bachelor's roots, which was originally, you know, 25 women who didn't know the man who were just sort of kind of hoping that it would be a match when they met. And this sort of takes away that element of, we already know what's going on.
0: Yeah, you're totally right, and it sort of goes back to what you were saying in terms of it going back to its roots. The Bachelor used to be a successful um, career man with a lot with a life to offer somebody, sure. and now it's just like who were we emotionally invested in in the previous season probably a personal trainer
1: right it became fitness trainers it used to be
0: Andrew Firestone who's a billionaire oh my god bring back the billionaires gosh they should have brought back Andrew Firestone (laughs) that guy was so hot I think the hottest bachelor
1: oh really interesting I'm partial to the English guy Matt Grant I don't know if you remember he was kind of like one of those hidden seasons in the middle I totally
0: remember Matt Grant I was so like he picked
1: Lorenzo Lamas's daughter who was like 20 at the time (laughs) (laughs) it's so absurd to think about Mm -hmm. in hindsight but he was I guess because he's English, I just found, found him much more charming and articulate than the rest of them. Oh,
0: man, that accent could do wonders to lure us away from what's actually going on. <laughs> so true. Um, from picking maybe a barely that legal That he's a man suitor. on The Bachelor and maybe not my guy. <laughs> maybe not. Um, so I, I also wanted to ask you this. Do you think because they're going back to more traditional format, do you think that will bring in viewers that might have fallen off the wagon since then?
1: Um, I... I doubt that they've had that many viewers fall off the wagon. If anything, I think more people have come into the franchise in recent Mm -hmm. years. I think their ratings have kind of stayed the same and more people... Rachel's
0: went down significantly. Oh, really? Mm -hmm.
1: Well, that's sad for state of affairs. I know, it sucks. That's a conversation for a different day, I think. (laughs) But... um, I think more people are sort of cultish about the show now, you know, Mm -hmm. hashtag Bachelor Nation and people really give their heart and soul in it and people such as myself, we have drafts and you know, it becomes a communal,
0: communal social thing. It is a communal Um, thing. I feel like I'm a part of something.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I think in that way, the show has kind of taken off in a different, maybe better direction for itself that it's Mm -hmm. sort of created a loyal fan base so I find it hard to believe that those people are sort of going to leave the show. I think people that really enjoy the bachelor franchise tune in to see what will happen and people like me people like you. I think we enjoy the twist. I think sometimes we get sick of the same old format.
0: Right. So it might not bring in new people but the shakeup will keep us invested basically is what you're trying to.
1: Yeah. Think. And I feel like I mean I I remember during the past season with Ari and Emily I mean I loved Ari I honestly ass- thought he was going to win I didn't think Jeff and her had as strong a connection granted I'm sure that had something to do with the editing mm-hmm. of the material but I loved Ari and I think anybody who watches him is gonna equally invest their time in you know hoping for the best for him because he's a very likable
0: person yeah I remember when Ari was first introduced and he so Emily's story was that she was engaged to a race car driver named Ricky and he passed away in a plane crash. And four days after the plane crash, she learned that she was pregnant with Ricky's baby. It's like the most horrible story, most horrible story, but her Ricky was a race car driver. So when they put Ari on and Ari's a successful race car driver, I remember watching that and being like, dude, this is screwed up.
1: Cringe worthy. Like, it was
0: really, really tough to watch. I was just like, this is just like a, a stunt casting. I remember being mm-hmm. really turned off by his presence on there initially and then being truly went over and I had some extra time today. So I watched a little bit oh. of, of Emily season today. I watched the first season. I watched the finale and I watched the, after the final rose and I got to say he was damn charming and he was so sweet and yeah. he was so good with Emily and uh, I I found his interaction with her after the final rose to be truly meaningful because at that point they weren't really in it for the fame. They what were... did
1: he say? Can you refresh my memory? So I
0: I guess after the show ended, um, he during he flew to Charlotte where she lives after they after she chose Jeff after she told chose Jeff and after they were done filming because wow. I don't know if you remember but their breakup was really. Um, Emily was, yeah. He kind of just walked away. He just walked was away like I'm done. He just walked yeah. away. Like I think it was just too much for him to process, and yeah. he just like exited. And um, over time, he was like, I, I feel like if I talk to her, either I'm gonna, I'm either gonna get the closure I need, or mm. we're gonna start a new beginning. Mm. So like he was so depressed after filming that he flew to wow. where she lived, where she was living with Jeff. And um, when he got there, he like kind of had a <laughs> like. An epiphany and was just like, I can't show up at her door unannounced. That'd be kind of creepy. So he called her and he was just like, Listen, I'm here. um Out of respect for you and out of respect for Jeff, I don't need to see you, but I have the journal that I kept during filming and wow. it, it breaks down how I felt during the entire process. And I just, I would love to drop it off for you. So he like dropped it off while she wasn't there. And she brought the journal on after the final rose. And Chris Harrison was like, did you read it? And she was like, <laughs> no, I came to give it back. <laughs> she definitely read it. That's I know. such a, a lie. <laughs> <laughs> no one she believes probably, like, that. like dog-eared it, bookmarked it. Yeah. And she like gave it back to him. I don't know. I just found him to be sensitive and thoughtful.
1: Yeah. And I think that's sort of why the... Um, Producers have always sort of circled back to him in the mix of names Mm -hmm. a couple times because he is so likable and he's articulate about his feelings. He's also sensitive and sort of is in touch in a way that, you know, recent cast members like Dean and other men they just can't sort of communicate how they're feeling to women. And that's not good on The Bachelor. You're interviewed yeah. so many times yeah. a day about so many little things. You have to be able to say the same emotion 10 different ways, 10 different times. Yeah,
0: you're so right. That's why Ben Higgins kind of nailed it. Like he sort of figured out he's, the formula. He's
1: trying to be a politician. He knows what he's doing. Oh, he. I. Man. Oh, wait. So let's talk about Ben Higgins for a second. Yeah. So the other story that I read today via Hollywood Reporter is that he had been contacted by the producers to be this bachelor, and mm-hmm. he turned them down.
0: He did. I think what ended up happening, so the names of Mike, the power rankings in which Mike Fleiss <laughs> was um, so aptly calling them, um, these are the people who were in the mix. Peter, Wells, Dean, Chase, Eric, Luke, Ben Higgins, Ari, Chris Harrison himself, and Ben Z. <laughs> So I kind of wanted to break down why everybody like, oh, that, didn't yeah, really that's work a, out. Yeah,
1: I hadn't heard of Chase before. That's an interesting one.
0: Yeah. So I think um, Peter said no, right? I yeah. Think it, seems to be the, I,
1: it, it seems to be the case that he was playing hardball to try and maybe get something more out of them to be The Bachelor. I don't know what that would mean. Money or more promotion? <laughs> I'm not really sure. But that's the way certain articles have sort of conveyed his dynamic with the negotiations. I
0: have heard... That he just said, "Hell no." Okay, well, so, fair but, enough. But I'm willing to accept that both of those could possibly be true. Same.
1: I I'm apathetic towards it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wanted it to happen, but it's okay. I, I I've already moved on in my head. Um, Wells, yeah, Wells. He's such a cutie. You had some interesting insight. Yeah, on Yeah, I don't know if I want to say.
1: I don't okay, know. You don't have to say
0: it. Uh, but you don't necessarily think he or what? This is kind of like the politically correct statement that like America has put forth, or um, like some article that I read has put forth, and you can agree with it or disagree with it. Um, Wells isn't leading man. He can't carry a show.
1: Yeah, that's kind of how I felt too. I think he's a really nice guy, but I think when you get to the nit and grit of him, I'm not sure how sort of romantic or Sort of bachelor esque he can be, and I know
0: that sounds awful to say it. So it kind of no, w- my gosh, you, that you didn't. That's not awful at all. <laughs> it's a casting thing. I mean, like, and also people are different off camera than they are on camera. Sure. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to put you in that position. <laughs> well, such a hot seat <laughs> over here. Uh, Dean, will he screw up his chances on Paradise? Yeah, so. Dean's just happy to be out in the world hooking up with women. So let him do his thing. Let him do his thing. Chase,
1: I love Chase. I think I love Chase because I'm biased towards his physical appearance. He's very handsome. He's sort of my type of guy. Mm-hmm. So I've always rooted for Chase. And I thought he was very sweet when he was on Bachelorette. I thought, uh, I have mixed feelings. I thought he was very sweet and sensitive. But I also do agree that he's not great at communicating his feelings. He's one, like, Or at least that's how he was edited. He so- sort of just said, yeah.
0: yeah, uh-huh, okay. Didn't he also kind of do a similar thing where he sort of just walked away? Did he have a similar exit as my short term? I can't remember.
1: I mean, I guess that's a good point for why he shouldn't be The Bachelor. It's not a memorable moment.
0: Yeah. Um, He also lives in a house with Jeff Holm and Robbie. Okay, (laughs) wait,
1: we have to talk about this real quick because I didn't know this until today. I came across the Us Weekly Mm -hmm. um, article saying that Chase, Jeff with one F, and Robbie Hayes Mm -hmm. all live together in a house here in LA. And I just thought it was the strangest group of human beings to be living together but I guess yeah. it makes sense they're all
0: sort of these bros that have been born out of the bachelor franchise yeah they're like a bachelor factory like they're all so tan it's probably just a built. sex
1: orgy every day at that house yeah
0: I would imagine they all hook up with the same girls yeah I hear they like to frequent Never mind. Um, I just
1: feel like they're all adult men and it's just
0: strange that they all have to be living together yeah right yeah, like, don't you want your bachelor to have his own place? Yeah. <laughs> like, isn't yeah. that a base level? Yeah,
1: like, Ben Higgin- Higgins was boring in some aspects, but at least, you know, he had his career together. He sort of had his life in order. And yeah. when I picture those three, I'm like, oh, it's just a mess.
0: <laughs> yeah, gosh, I, I picture a floor that you can stick to when you walk in.
1: <laughs> um, Eric? Eric Bigger, yeah, I... He grew on me by the end of the season. I wasn't so f- fond of him early on. I thought he just whined a lot, mm-hmm. um, just complained. But I think that's evident of him being a very emotional person and probably good sensitivity-wise for a totally. bachelor. I do think it's a misstep and probably an incorrect decision not to pick a, bac- a black bachelor when totally. they could have. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know when they're going to get the opportunity to do that again. And I
0: think Eric would have been a good choice for them too. I agree. Um, An article I read said that he just wasn't charismatic enough. And what kind of sucked and what I, I did recognize, fans like clung to people and Eric never really seemed to have that, which I didn't understand because to me, Eric going through was my favorite. Oh, interesting. But like even Kenny, who was like lower down in the lineup, like, had more like stance for him, I thought.
1: Yeah, I think think part of the way they edited Eric is that you didn't really get to see all of his good aspects until that finale. At least that's how I felt. I was like, oh, wow, if they had shown this side of Eric the whole time, I would have probably loved him. Yeah, you're so right. But he was sort of just... Conveyed as this whiny, always sort of like moping, like the Jon Snow of Rachel's season of The How Bachelor. dare you! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I uh, would have yeah. loved Kenny too. I was a big Kenny fan. I like wrestlers, um, big fan of the wrestling. And I, didn't I know that. Yeah, I grew up with a bunch of guys that you know, did the wrestling underground circuit. Forgot. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> no, Gosh. they didn't do Fight it. Club? They didn't do it. They went to watch the matches. I
0: don't yeah. even know what I'm saying right now. You're crushing it.
1: Um,
0: okay. So uh, Luke, I think the franchise could kind of burn their bridge with Luke.
1: Yeah. Luke also just has conveyed himself as sort of a shady character.
0: <sighs> that's the narrative. That's like, yeah, maybe that that's, ABC yeah. has crafted around him, but I think that was sort of their way of saving face for choosing Nick. And that's just yeah. my my opinion. I don't know if it's right.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I feel bad for Luke, but let's be honest. He's a very tall, attractive man with a fun Southern accent. He's, gonna, he's a former Marine. He's going to have no problem finding women. Totally. I'm not worried about him. Not worried
0: about him, not losing sleep. And then finally, Ben. So yeah. Ben on Ben and Ashley's podcast said that he was not going to do it. He was not in a, a place yeah. emotionally to do it.
1: Yeah, and I think that's fair. Him and Lauren just broke up what back in June or May.
0: Yeah, although Lauren has moved on with a new relationship. I saw that. So, I think he would have had enough sympathy from viewers had he said yes.
1: Yeah, but I think it shows his character that he's, you know, aware enough to say no and understand the ramifications if he had said yes and sort of what message that sends. Yeah. To people um I think there is still a chance Ben Higgins will return to the franchise in the future if it's another, you know, if we have another Bachelorette season after this where there's not great pool of men to choose from, yeah. I could see them circling back to Ben a year from now and saying, hey, and I'm sure maybe he would do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or maybe we'll see him on Winter Games, or one
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. of <laughs> there are weird Olympics that they're planning. Whatever
0: that's going to be. So I did some looking into as to why Ari was not picked in an earlier season and it, it's funny. <laughs> oh, I wanna know this. Um, so he was, I guess after Bachelor he, or a Bachelorette, he was kind of like an obvious choice um, to be picked yeah. as the next Bachelor. Uh, but he on his own accord decided to drop off to focus on racing, mm. which was, I guess after that he I don't know if he regretted his decision because he was brought up in the mix again during Chris Soul's season. Right. So Chris Soul's was on Andy's season of The Bachelorette. Yeah. Right. So um, that season, they I guess they were trying to mix it up again. So the first person that they asked was Tim Tebow. <laughs> oh, was this the year that
1: they also asked Ryan Lochte? And they asked oh. Ryan Lochte. <laughs> Honestly, I want to live in a world where both of them have been a part of the Bachelor franchise. I think it's a crime that the producers didn't go through with either of those oh decisions. My gosh.
0: But could you imagine if it was Ryan Locke No, he can't speak. He literally cannot string together a sentence.
1: <laughs> I, it's like as almost a human was, their head was bashed in with a rock, but they still managed to survive and live a life. Yeah. That's exactly
0: him. He just cannot put, two words together no I know he needs cue cards and even still I worry that he won't be able to get a thought across Uh, I can't
1: get over (laughs) what happened at the Olympics last year
0: I mean him just (laughs)
1: blatantly lying about getting wrapped (laughs) that could have been our bachelor america. I'm <laughs> fleeing back to the US. I mean, what a uh, real winner. <laughs>
0: I wonder if that like was like the him not choosing the bachelor was like his sliding doors moment. Like would he have ever been in that situation had he chosen to go on that route? <laughs> yeah. Um so I guess when Tim Tebow and Ryan Lochte turned it down, they were going to make it Ari and what ended up happening was ABC had new executives that year and mm-hmm. they were terrified of putting Ari on television two years after he had not been. So yeah. they made a safer choice with Chris Sals, who was marketable. He was Prince Farming. Middle America loved him. Yeah. Um, but that's why Ari didn't get picked. Like up until the last second, he thought he was going to be The Bachelor.
1: Yeah. Wow. I know. I remember that. I, I even at that time felt Ari should have been. I mean, there was definitely a strong contingent of people that I think we're rooting for Ari to come back to the franchise for those few immediate seasons afterwards. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you had told me the news this morning, you know, a couple years ago, I think most fans would be ecstatic. But mm-hmm. I think enough time has passed that sort of new new fans have come, old fans have gone, and there's sort of a 50-50 chance of whether people know him or not.
0: Yeah, Yeah, and even 50%, I think, is generous, um, given how much the show has grown since Emily's season. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I just thought it was interesting that after two years, they wouldn't pick them, but after seven, they would.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, but it tells you how deep into the pool of people they really went. I mean, I want to know Ari's thoughts on this, because he was very sort of just straight man today on Good Morning America. Yeah. But it's like he has to know that he's probably number 10 on the list of people
0: they ask. Yeah, I don't think he cares. Like, I think And he the didn't best ask thing. his parents. Like it wasn't <gasps> oh even. My a God. Just,
1: that's how quickly I think the decision was made. He didn't even have a chance to call his parents. Yeah.
0: So for those who haven't seen it on Good Morning America, Michael Strahan asked Ari what his parents thought of it. And he was like, well, they're finding out right now. So hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good for him. He's 35 years old. He doesn't need his parents' permission.
1: I mean, I'm sure my parents <laughs> wouldn't be thrilled if I showed oh. up on national television and was like, hey, guys, our lives are about to be ripped apart. <laughs> so buckle up. But um, I appreciate sort of his just readiness to dive in.
0: Yeah, I. Uh, he also was talking about his best friends on the show that season, and he shouted out one of his friends. He was like, and blah, blah, blah. I can't remember his name. Yeah,
1: um... Wolfner John or Chris Wolfner I know who he's talking about I can't remember yeah yeah. he was
0: like he just had a like his wife is pregnant and that guy tweeted today he was like we didn't tell anybody yet
1: oh boy (laughs) Ari's already crushing it on the uh (laughs) the media circuit I I love Um, that oh he's just blowing through it
0: yeah but he was I liked his appearance with Michael I thought He
1: was very smooth. I mean, it's hard not to do an interview with Michael Strahan. He gives
0: all softballs. All softballs. How are you feeling? What's
1: it like?
0: (laughs) And he's so charming that that energy just like rubs off on you. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, they picked ABC did good having Michael be his interviewer. Um, so I guess I wanted to talk about what he might what he's been up to since that season. Oh, yes, please. So he made headlines shortly after Emily's season. And this is after the final rose. So prior to Emily's season, Blen- Ben Flanick was The Bachelor. Do you yeah. remember him? Classic
1: Ben. What a mess. Classic Ben. So he <laughs> Who picked- dated Kris
0: Jenner. Fun
1: fact.
0: <laughs> he has since disputed that on Reality Steve's podcast. Oh, interesting. He said that he, he was partnering with them and the, he thought the room were so funny that he was, didn't comment on it because he thought it was funny. <laughs> that seems about right. <laughs> I believe it. I know. Also, I don't care who you date Ben. <laughs> he was, yeah, people just kind of let him come and go. Rob Mills has since said on a po- on Juliette Limpton's podcast that um, the president of ABC at the time wouldn't allow Ben's face to be on the poster because Ben wasn't attractive
1: (laughs) you know it is an interesting choice looking
0: back I guess looks didn't used to be everything no but he was awesome like I remember him on Ashley season and him yeah he was fun he was and I I saw him once in person and he is very attractive
1: oh I agree that he's very attractive I just remember him not taking care of his skin or something that's what irked me when i watched him i (laughs) know something's i have no right to complain like i've woken up with pimples it's not a big deal
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh but when our bachelors do it we're like no you're supposed to be perfect um so so uh, he picked courtney like notorious courtney 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 robertson yeah lover lover i read her book it was everybody go out and buy it not here to make friends Of course it's called that. (laughs) It was so good. It was so juicy. She talked about their sex and stuff. She's the original Bachelor villain, basically. Yeah. And when you go back and you look at her edit, like you can tell that she was not nearly as bad as she was made out to be.
1: Oh, no. I think by today's standards, you know, with sort of how the franchise has sort of um, moved in that direction where people become famous by being the villain, the Chads and Corinne's, they go into it knowing sort of, what's gonna get them airtime and what's not. And Mm -hmm. I think if we looked back at Courtney's, we'd be like, oh, pish posh, this is nothing.
0: She like wrote the rule book or the outline for future villains to come. Yes, Um, I thought it was a much better way to go. So I guess after their season, or after Ari stopped filming Emily's season, he spent some time with Ben and Courtney when they were still together in Sonoma and they Mm. like struck up a friendship. Then when Ben and Courtney broke up and it was really ugly, oh, God. Courtney was spotted oh, God. with Ari ah. in Phoenix at like Ben and hers like hotspot. Oh yeah. wow. Or somewhere in, maybe maybe it wasn't Phoenix. It was somewhere wherever they live in Arizona. Who
1: cares?
0: So they have <laughs> been like on and off like dating ever since. Really? Like, yeah. And For Courtney, five years? Well, like, and I, we'll get to it, but, um, yeah, pretty much. Um Oh my gosh. And she's like I think I don't think seriously. Like it's been an on and off thing. Meeting up for sex. Meeting up for sex. Yeah. And a qu- there are quotes today that come out that have since come out where Courtney's like
1: he was the best ever. <laughs> okay, this is interesting. Is there now a chance that Courtney Robertson returns to Bachelor this season? She has to, right? Is she going to be sort of that girl that they're like, who's who's coming to the door? She and it ends to. up being her. Yes.
0: Oh my God! It ha- like that was the maybe first maybe that's that went what they're thinking
1: brain. with this decision. They can bring Courtney Robertson back into the fold. Maybe Whoa. this is all an elaborate scheme to get the original OG villain back into the fold. Oh
0: my God. Yeah. Like using Ari as like a mere vehicle, no pun intended race car driver broom <laughs> broom, to get Courtney back in it. That'd be so cool. Yeah, I, love her. I mean,
1: that's, that is great casting. Yeah. This is all
0: behind their decision. Yeah. So she is a real estate agent and a successful one. Hmm. And she was the one who got him into it. Oh, good for them. Reportedly. So I was like, oh, well, that's, you, you know, you guys helped each other out. You got each other through hard times. Yeah. I'm down for that. Um, so the reaction has been, uh, quite mixed.
1: Yeah. Very mixed.
0: Yeah. Um, Mike Fleiss tweeted today, a Bachelor nation divided against itself cannot stand.
1: <laughs> okay, Mike Fleiss needs to take a chill pill times 20.
0: I know. And then he literally said after that, he was like, this is the best reaction we've ever gotten for any Bachelor.
1: Well, they like it because any sort of controversy draws people into what they're doing. Yeah. So if it's, it's newsworthy that they're picking somebody unexpected. So that's good for him. People are going to tune in and want to know more about The Bachelor now. He totally. loves it.
0: Uh, he's Donald Trump.
1: I think, yeah, I think the mixed reaction is coming from the fact that maybe a lot of people don't know who Ari is. I think the other half are people like me who are excited because we remember Ari and we rooted for Ari way back when and it'd be nice to kind of see him come full circle and sort of get that chance finally.
0: Yeah. I mean, after I watched the episode, like the finale, I was really, really, really on board. Um, I looked up uh, Emily. I typed in Emily Maynard's name into Google to see if she made a statement. And she has. What did she say? She said, I've been waiting for this. Uh, I've been waiting for Ari to be The Bachelor since my season ended forever ago. And I know he's going to be great. He's so much fun to be around and comes from the nicest family. So girls on a season really lucked out. Uh, Ari deserves nothing but the best and I hope everything works out. I can't. I have really bad handwriting.
1: <laughs> I know, it's like, ooh, what's this trailing on And I to? hope everything <laughs> dot, dot,
0: dot <laughs> works out.
1: I think that's a great statement. Very, very nice of her.
0: Well, and I think it like, had he been um, like a controversial figure or had he wronged her in any way, she probably would have said something different. Um, but she really felt like they ended on cordial terms and I think that speaks to uh how good their relationship probably was
1: yeah and he definitely wasn't one of those people when they broke up that was sort of f you I'm out of here he kind of just didn't know what to do and walked away which I think Mm -hmm. is understandable in that situation Mm -hmm. um and I think he did try and make amends based on that story you said of him flying to Charlotte and wanting closure I think it wasn't That he was trying to like leave her someplace alone it's just i'm sure a very tricky situation when you're broken up on front in front of you know 20 some cameras
0: yeah yeah uh reality steve's tweets today have been quite scathing
1: what did he say
0: you're being sold a load of crap with ari he's the biggest fuckboy they've ever cast in bachelor history good luck he's going to need it and then he said his inbox today was insane Uh, He tweeted out Reddit threads that uh, claimed that Ari had been caught making out with underage girls. Um, There was like one of uh, he retweeted one of Ari's exes who said uh, it's a bad sign when you're more embarrassed than sad when your ex becomes the bachelor. And then I guess there was a woman like that he was dating yesterday (laughs) Um, that like pictures were released of them.
1: Like he released like I don't know if he somebody
0: said so, no like just pictures of them hanging out together. Oh,
1: Okay. Well I have thoughts on this because I yeah. as I've said throughout our conversation I liked Ari when he was on The Bachelor. I sort of was rooting for him to come back. That said I did say to you guys in a text this morning yeah. I don't think it's going to work out for him because I think he really is a playboy. I mean mm-hmm. he got famous five years ago probably has had his pick of as many women as he's met along the way. He's successful. Yep. He's athletic. He's tall. He's charming. All the things. Sixty. And he is still single, you know. I mean, right. I, I mean, there's millions of reasons people are single, you know, but I just think he's probably had more than his fair share of chances to meet people because he's been a public person for so long. And so that's what I was thinking too. And then of course his relationship with Courtney Begs the question, you know, does this guy ever really want to settle down or does he just want people to, you know, hook up with constantly?
0: Right. Like if he's traveling so much, does he one of those guys that has a girl in every city? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um I think there's something to that. Ben Higgins also expressed some um, trepidation. He's just like, I don't know why he hasn't been with some, or he hasn't been in a serious relationship since The Bachelorette. That's a little...
1: Yeah, it's nerve-wracking when someone's in their mid to late 30s and they've never really had a strong relationship with another person. It lends itself to the fact that they can't handle being in a relationship. They're poor at communicating, yada, yada, yada. Name all the reasons.
0: yeah. So is your prediction that he, like, based on what you're saying is like, we have a good season, America likes him, we fall in love with him, but it's just another Nick and Vanessa situation where in six Mm -hmm. to 11 months they're over, or what do you think is going to happen? Yeah,
1: that's a great question. I mean, that's always my question every season. Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, John Lowe's the only person that's married to the person he chose. Uh well, no, there's a couple. Tristan, Ryan. Bachelorettes, yes. Bachelors, Oh, no. Bachelors. Oh,
1: that's interesting. Mesnick's really? the closest. And oh, he yeah, picked Jason his, up, picked his He married yeah, his he, Yeah, oh, God. That's still one of the greatest TV moments. Ever. Um, yeah, that's that's a good point. I guess the statistics are not in his favor, I like to think that with the new pool of women who don't know him, maybe there's a better chance that a real relationship could form. Mm -hmm. Granted, that's my philosophy always with these things. When you're shoved into a situation for six, eight weeks, you're in these tropical paradise locations. Mm -hmm. You know, you're having the time of your life. You're getting flown around the world. You're having beach cocktails and basically getting free vacations on the regular of course you're gonna fall in love with each other. It's the perfect setting. I mean, you'd be crazy not to, you know, have googly eyes for the people you're surrounded by. But then I think it is the thing when you come back to your real life and the cities where you live and work, that those relationships don't last because you've created them in sort of this false pretense.
0: Yeah, it's such a heightened experience. Like you only have the experience to think about. You don't have any outside real life factors influencing your decision making.
1: Yeah, the fact that, you know, your friends or family don't meet this person until you've known them seven weeks later is strange. Um, The fact that you don't have a fantasy suite until the end is strange. I mean, Mm -hmm. most people our age and in this day and age have sex with people after the first, second, third date. You know, they're not waiting eight weeks. Some people. Some people. Not all Mm -hmm. people. I'm just saying it's sort of it's a weird, you know, trajectory to build a relationship off of. Yeah, right. It's
0: it's a social experiment.
1: You have producers in your ear sort of encouraging things or, yes. you know, asking you questions that sort of lead you to think one way or another. And that's also something you wouldn't have in your real life. You'd have your friends or you would just have your own brain to think these things through.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, which is why I would imagine so many things don't work out. I Reality Steve recently interviewed Desiree. Um, do you remember her? Oh, yeah, Desiree
1: Hartstock. Yeah, she Classic. was so pretty. Yeah, um, She still
0: is. Um, She's married, right? She is. She married yeah. her, uh, Chris, the guy she chose. Um, but he asked her, he's like, well, why do you think bachelorettes end up picking people that they end up marrying? Mm-hmm. And she said, because we ask better questions. She's just like, these guys are surrounded by all of these hot chicks. And they just <laughs> like, basically, for, she didn't say this, but she, for lack of better words, <laughs> did. She was like, they let their dicks guide them.
1: Oh, I, I think that's an excellent answer and an excellent reason. I mean, that might explain why Sean Lowe, the Christian born again mm-hmm. virgin, is yeah. the one person that ended up marrying the girl he chose. I think that's true. I think it's maybe in male nature that they cannot be surrounded by 25 women <laughs> and think logically.
0: <laughs> yeah, I will say I did really think that Nick and Vanessa seemed like a good fit for each other, but.
1: Yeah, I did too, but I think both maybe I don't know, I don't want to speak for you, but no, no, I go. definitely stand by the theory that him and Andy Dorfman should get back <laughs> yes.
0: together. Oh, Sarah and I really love that theory too. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think I think both of them are they love to be on TV. They're manipulative in their own ways, yes. and I think they complement each other so well. I think it's just a matter of time before they rediscover this. <sighs>
0: Can we leave on that note? Because it's just like a perfect thought. Yeah, happy endings. Um, Happy endings. Megan, thank you so much for joining us. It's been so awesome having you here. Everybody check out Food Factor Fiction on the (laughs) Cooking Channel on Sunday nights. Um, It's, when is it premiere? October 15th or maybe the week after. Don't quote me. (laughs) Mid-October. Yes, I should know this. Um, No, it is good. They will find it. Uh, If you build it, they'll come. Life finds a way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all thank right thank you thanks everyone for tuning in bye thank you so much for joining us on this journey remember to rate review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and we'll be back next week